Hello and welcome to another episode of No Such Thing as a Fish Presents the World Cup of Facts. This is the only World Cup podcast out there that makes absolutely no mention of football whatsoever. Brought to you by the QI Elves in association with VisitEngland.com. My name is Dan Schreiber. I'm sitting here with James Harkin, Anna Chizinski and Andy Murray. And today's match is France versus Honduras. France. Okay. Um, I, I found a n- nice number of silly named places oh, in good. France. Always love a silly named place. Mm. Uh, so there are six places in France called Silly, oh. 13 called Billy, <laughs> and uh, a place called Pratt, which oh. is great. Uh, there's also Pissy, Corny, Punchy, Misery, Messy, and Pussy. <laughs> That's the French seven dwarfs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, potatoes were illegal in France between 1748 and 1772. What happened? You weren't allowed to grow them. People thought that they were very bad for your health. And then a great hero chemist called Antoine Augustin Parmentier is the man who rehabilitated them and said, actually, they are okay. He said, this is nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Really, this is fine. I think bits of them can be harmful, but if you eat the actual potato bit, you're generally all right. Oh, so they thought they were actually harmful. It wasn't just yeah. Pierre Atkins of the no, early no. 18th century <laughs> saying... <laughs> No, they thought they made you very ill. And in the 16th century France, women were forbidden for eating artichokes because they were thought to be aphrodisiacs. Wow. Wow. A lot of food banning going on. Has a lot of good kings, France. Uh, Charles the Mad, he was one of the (laughs) best, wasn't he? Charles VI, who ruled in the 15th century. He thought he was made of glass and was terrified he was going to shatter. I think he had iron rods installed in all of his clothes to make sure that he didn't shatter. And people weren't allowed to touch him. Uh, Louis X of France is the first tennis player whose name is known from history. Ah, That's really? Cool. Yeah. Was he any good? What was his forte? Topspin? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Louis the Fifteenth installed. Some people would say the first example of a lift, as in a, a lift that carries humans. Oh, and yeah. he installed a lift, his flying chair. Is that what he called it? The flying chair. Why yeah. did we stop calling lifts flying we, chairs? We've dulled down <laughs> language because we stopped we? sitting in them. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, he installed his flying chair so that he could transport his mistress, uh, who was two floors above him in the palace at Versailles, up and down to visit him whenever surely, she wanted to. Surely it's much more obvious to install a massive lift. <laughs> than <laughs> never <to> say. <laughs> oh, you're so subtle. <laughs> Thank God you came this way. The servants will never know. <laughs> Apart from the servant who's doing the door. In the lift yeah. <laughs> and the bunch um, of people watching it going what is this machine this is amazing he was great though he also installed a flying table his table volante which descended from the so he'd be having a big dinner in his dining room and then after one course it w- a hole would appear in the floor and the table would sink down into the kitchens below and the servants would load it up with all the food for their next course and then it would rise up again wow into his dining room that's, that's cool. proper showmanship you can see why he had a mistress now because that's a pretty impressive move it is yeah. it was to stop the invasion filthy servants being seen at the dinner table oh (laughs) another louis uh louis the 18th of france supposedly could tell from smelling a rabbit stew which part of france the rabbit had been killed in (laughs) wow but i think that might be hype (laughs) because i just don't believe it in 1948 the french olympic team sent their wine ahead a month in advance so that it had time to settle (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. Do but- you know where uh, 85% of um, French people like to go on holiday? And- oh, wait. Is it is it nowhere? <laughs> they don't go anywhere. Well, they go to France. Yeah. Yeah. That's 85% cool. of French people go to France for their holidays. Uh, they could come to England, which invented champagne. Just thought I'd mention that. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. It's an English invention. In the 15th century France, one in every four days was an official holiday of some sort. 
and that still is Amazing. the case today. Yeah, no, um, and they would um, they created their own saints, such as Saint Coquette, the patron saint of talkative women, and Saint Jambon. Patron saint of ham. (laughs) Cool. Everyone needs a patron saint of ham. Yeah. Um, The guillotine was only made illegal. Was only outlawed in France in 1981, wasn't it? So it was, and the last person to be guillotined in France was in 1977. Wow. And the last public one was in 1939, and Christopher Lee went. The actor Christopher Lee from all the Hammer horror films and the Man with the Golden Gun. He watched. He was there. He was 17 years old at the time, and he saw France's last public guillotining. Wow. Pretty crazy. Um, We have the French Revolution to thank for public zoos. I think it was the French Revolution that caused the creation of the first public zoo because the National Assembly ruled that all privately owned exotic animals had to be donated to uh, the Versailles state and so they set up a zoo. Um, But I also really love the giraffe called Zarafa which was a gift to the French King Charles X from uh, the Ottoman Viceroy and she became so popular this giraffe and so famous that people in Paris started dressing like giraffes and having these giraffe (laughs) hairstyles and like giraffe skin imitation coats getting really fashionable but yeah giraffe hairstyles they were in 19th century well they also ate all the animals in the paris zoo in 1870 when there was a siege yeah someone also ate manet's cat really (laughs) during that siege i think wow well they had they had the great cat massacre didn't they is that in france (laughs) (laughs) that was in france in hold on i try to remember in 1730s france it was a form of workers revolt and basically printers apprentices were annoyed that they were being treated worse off than their bosses cats and so and they were being fed rubbish cat food and everything so at night they imitated these howling cats that their bosses loved so much night after night until the printers bosses thought that the cats were like were satanic and evil in order that they all be killed and then they made the apprentices go out and massacre them all and then they got hanged how do you um, they hanged at the cats they put them on so they killed them all they then put them on trial post-mortem and then they hanged them because they found them guilty of witchcraft they have to do it nine times for each cat (laughs) (laughs) okay that's the halftime whistle there which means it's time for our halftime show and that is brought to you by visitengland.com and comes in the form of a QI quiz and there are three questions today James the first question Uh, simply how many oaks are there in seven oaks Mm-hmm. Is there a clue in the question? Mm-hmm. Is it a trick? Who knows? Could it be a trick? That would be so unlike you. Yes, a QI elf <laughs> with a trick question. Who would have thought it? Or maybe it's a double bluff? Andy, your question. What classic dad pastime has an entire museum in Merseyside devoted to it? Falling asleep with a newspaper on your face? <laughs> maybe. You'll have to wait and find out. Uh, and Anna, what's yours? My question is, which road in England has been used as a road since before Britain was an island? Okay, so those are the three questions for today's quiz. If you want to find out the answers to them, we're going to be revealing them at the end of this episode. But now it's time for the second half of the match, and it's Honduras. What have we got? It's the original Banana Republic, as in the first ever phrase, Banana Republic, um, was used to describe Honduras because uh, the U.S. banana companies had so much influence there, and 66% of the whole country's imports were bananas in 1913. Speaking of fruit companies, you know Nixon after the moon landings gave a moon bit of moon rock to every country in the world, and yeah. Honduras was one of those countries. And yeah. the bit of moon rock mysteriously disappeared very soon after oh. it had been given to the country, and uh, it was found in possession of. It was bought by a fruit seller in 1993, oh. I think, for quite a lot of money. Wow. 
Wow. A fruit seller. Fruit seller, yeah. yeah. Presumably a rich, big business fruit seller, not a guy yeah. with a stall. Yeah, not yeah. a guy who's just no. selling apples for 10 cents a pound. <laughs> yeah, ab- like apple, 10 cents, banana, 15 cents, moon rock, $200,000. I wasn't, I just came out for an apple, but actually. <laughs> um, I like this. This is something I uh, read about these guys, is that they have a lot of fish falling out of the sky in Honduras. <laughs> A lot of fish really? constantly really? falling out of the sky. Wow. So much so that they have an annual festival now called the Honduran Festival of the Reign of the Fishes, where they celebrate the kind of anticipation that it's going to happen again. It happens so regularly now. What? 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 How? What? But they what? don't know. They don't know where the fish come from, but thousands of fish just fall out of the sky. At the same time every At the year. same time. Not at the same time every year, oh. but it's happened enough times, such a common occurrence. that And, and it's a thing that happens worldwide where, yeah. you know, things I fall think out of is, the sky. I think it is every year in Honduras, isn't it? I think it's every, is the claim, um, although it was gone to be, it went to be verified by National Geographic in the 70s, and they said there were fish all over the streets but they still couldn't get any evidence of it falling from them falling from the sky uh, one of the most famous things about Honduras I know we're not supposed to mention football was the football war oh okay of course uh, Honduras versus El Salvador they met in a, a soccer match in 1970 uh, it was a very tense match and then some fighting broke out on their stands and eventually it turned into a war it lasted six days and um, as usual there was no side that could declare themselves the winner we were talking about bananas before and fruit there was there's still a lot of bananas grown in Honduras um, but obviously um, as we all know uh, bananas are in a bit of trouble with viruses and stuff and they might be dying out Um, but there's some Honduran scientists who are trying to help with that and they um, sieved 400 tonnes of bananas to find just 15 seeds for breeding a new type of banana wow Wow. that is pretty good work isn't it yeah that's very exciting I've never sieved bananas need a big sieve yeah imagine well I think that was just a metaphor. I see. <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking a colander at least. <laughs> I like um, the idea of new bananas. Yeah. A new species of bananas. Actually, there are loads made. of species of bananas, but it's just that we only eat one of them. Oh. Why, why are there so many then? Are the others all inedible? Plantains are a type of banana, but there are other kinds of plantains that are more woody and with lots of seeds which are pretty inedible. Okay. Okay. Honduras was also the first spot of land where Columbus landed. Columbus comes up in almost every one of these podcasts. At <laughs> some point. He was a busy boy. He did a lot of yeah, travel. Yeah, uh, it was Trujillo in Honduras. That was where that was the first bit of mainland America he landed on. Oh wow! Yeah, they should be called Colombia. Yeah, I think that would be quite confusing though, because there already is a Colombia. I think I would have heard of a place called Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. The Honduran flag. Uh, this is just a tiny little nugget, but the Honduran flag, you know, it has its three stripes, and the two outer stripes are blue, and that's to represent the ocean on either side of it. So it's the oh, Caribbean Sea nice. on one side and the Pacific Ocean oh, on lovely. the other. Oh, yeah, it that's is good. nice. That's cool. Okay, there it is as the final whistle. But before we find out who's won today's match, we are going to quickly reveal the answers to that Visit England quiz that we did as our halftime show. And the answer to the first question, James? How many oaks in seven oaks? Yep. Is it seven? It's six. It's eight. Oh, we should have known. (laughs) They had seven. Six of them blew down, and then they planted another seven. Okay. Andy, what your question? Mine was about the classic dad pastime, which has an entire Merseyside museum, and that is mowing the lawn. There is a lawnmower museum there. Okay, and question number three was yours, Anna. Yeah, so I asked which road in England has been used as a road since before Britain was an island, and it is the Ridgeway, which I'm sure many of you know runs through a lot of these southern counties. Okay, fantastic. All right, well, those are the answers. If you would like to win a prize, though, you can actually head over to visitengland.com, 
where there's going to be all sorts of QI goodies waiting there. Uh, possibly a signed QI book from Anna Chazinski, which would be very exciting. <laughs> now it's time to decide who has won today's match. And we are going to go to Anna to make that decision, France or Honduras. Well, I always like to send wine ahead of me wherever I go uh, to make sure it arrives on time and is sufficiently cool. And so I'm going to go with France because they do it too. Okay. Okay, so that's it from us. We're going to be back again tomorrow with another match, and that will be, James? That is Germany against Portugal. Germany versus Portugal. Great. If you want to ask us questions about this match, though, you can get us on our Twitter handles. I'm on at Schreiberland, James. At Eggshaped. Andy. At Andrew Hunter M. At Ada. At Wikipedia. (laughs) Which is the QI Twitter feed, not mine, but I'll reply. Okay, we'll see you guys again tomorrow. Goodbye.